The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Circumcision is the surgical removal of the foreskin from the penis of your male baby. It is usually done within the first few days of birth. I'm gonna put that skin right back on my dong. Welcome to Uncirked, everyone. Yes, I have put an extra inch of skin back on my penis. Didn't have a choice. That that extra inch was taken from me at birth in a circumcision. The doctors didn't ask what I wanted to do. They just took it. And now I'm gaining it back. But having some... uh, Weird dreams lately. Nom dreams. Been having a lot of nom dreams lately. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Vietnam. I'm talking about living a life under the blades. You can hear the helicopters in the distance overhead. Good old fashioned Vietnam dreams. As if I was there. If I was fighting in Vietnam. I know that's strange. I know that's a weird uh, set of dreams to have, but uh, I-, I think there's a reason behind it. First movie I ever watched on mushrooms was Apocalypse Now. It was the very first film I ever watched on mushrooms. And uh, it had a a profound effect on me, okay? It was one of those things where I felt like I was in the film. Now, has that stayed with me all these years? Maybe. Maybe it's something different. Maybe it's because as you get older and you have a family... You know, I got three kids now, responsibilities, companies, own a media company, a hard seltzer company at hardafseltzer.com. You get up every day and you're kind of greeted with all of these problems of the outside world where you sleep and you kind of get away from everything and then you wake up and, and, and then there's problems, be it with, you know, your kid Spilling apple juice on the floor or, you know, uh, a a real shit diaper that stinks that you don't want to deal with, you know, or or just the everyday rigors of of businesses and opening up the emails and having problems with, you know, a lawyer, a CPA, unpaid invoices or the recession that's going on where you're like, God damn it, I can't pay $400 in groceries every fucking day, dude. I can't walk into CVS and then be out of basic shit like cough syrup, you know? You kind of want to have a, you want an escape of all of it. And maybe that's where the nom dreams are coming from. Maybe that's uh, a, a time period where you're just like, you know what? I If I went there right now, if I just traveled back in time to Vietnam, and I was a soldier over there, Vietnam, I kind of just unplug from life. There's no cell phones back then. No cell phones back in the 60s. There's no emails. There's no MacBook Pros. 
I don't have to worry about the next Apple convention, what's coming out, what I need to be plugged into. I don't have text messages coming into my fucking watch. I don't have any of those problems. And all the people that I currently hate on a daily basis, well, I can just kill them. I could just walk around and just kill people and kind of check out a life, you know? I don't have to worry about uh, wife and kids. I don't have to worry about businesses or anything like that. I can just kind of walk around and kill people. And that would be fun. Now, yes, I know there's another side to it, all right? I've, I've also never... Uh, had ambitions of, of joining the military in my life whatsoever, uh, even though all of my family was, uh, was military as I grew up. Great-grandfathers, grandfathers, uncles, you name it, military. All my friends, yes, military. No desire for me. I knew as a, as a young man, I wanted to be a comedian. Sit in a dark room like this, drink and then just spew nonsense all day. I knew that. All right? I wasn't in ROTC or any of that shit. And I think that's where this romantic notion of going back to Vietnam and just killing a bunch of people and not being plugged in all goddamn day comes from. Because I wasn't there. I didn't have to go through wars. I didn't have to do any of this shit, right? You don't have to see your buddies die and everything else. So therefore, in my dreams, yeah, man, I'm just on a plane heading over to Vietnam. Some bros. Gonna fucking kill some people, dude. Whoever. You know, whoever kind of looked at me wrong, you just killed him. What? Who's that? Who do I kill? That guy? Great. Let's do it. Let's kill some fucking Charlie. You know? Let's cook up. Some skirt steaks on the back of a metal fence on top of some fucking, you know, some of those cylinders. Yeah. Let's get a real barbecue going, you know? Let's smoke some cigs again. Let's fire up some fucking heaters, dude. Just smoke all day. Let's drink some Bud Heavies out there, out in the jungle. Damn it. Let's listen to some Credence. Can you hear it? Can you hear that Credence right now? Yeah, you can hear a little CCR going on in the background right now. Let's play some Hendrix. Let's fire it up, dude. Walk around shirtless. Kind of just not give a fuck. And maybe, maybe it was, dude. Maybe it was the mushrooms. From... from watching apocalypse now that i'm like fuck dude let's just go let's just check out unplug i talk to my my co-host on drinking bros d'anthony about this all the time and uh he told me that the best dreams he has is just going back and killing people and i was like man i'm having those dreams too and i've never been to war i've never been in the military i'm just going back to vietnam and doing it i was like is it as freeing as it sounds and he's like yes in the moment it is damn it i'm like shit it's kind of what i want to do right now you know i feel like we're all being lied to on a daily basis and uh you know, even even there's people on Twitter you want to kill, right? Just for the wrong comment where you're like, man, fuck you. There's people uh, on, on, on Instagram, you know, you, you put your best pick up there with your family or your wife. And they were like, hey, dude, you look a little pale. You could use some sun. And you're like, fuck you. Fuck you. Just like to murk that guy. A stranger. You know, a lot of it's strangers. Your friends would never say that to you. Your real friends, it's just strangers, man. And then you look at a guy like Colonel Kurtz, Marlon Brando over there, and you're like, yes, I understand why you want to be a god of this land in Apocalypse Now. I get it, brother. 
you don't want to come home and deal with the fucking realities of this horse shit. And it's just gotten worse over the years. You know? It's just gotten so much fucking worse. The Twitter files coming out every fucking week. And you're, you're, you're getting an insight into what's really going on. And you're just like, fuck. Fuck this, dude. I'm being lied to on a daily goddamn basis. Just a daily fucking basis. And if you look at these goddamn things, uh, there was a woman who did it last night. I forget her fucking name. I think she's coming on the show in a few weeks on Drinking Bros. But uh, you look at this shit from, from behind the scenes where they're like, hey, dude, suppress this guy, suppress that guy. Uh, and it's all political beliefs. Uh, you look at Elton John today saying, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm leaving Twitter. Goodbye, Norma Jean. I wish you would have, like, led with that. Just led with, goodbye, Norma Jean. And then said, look, I'm, I'm leaving Twitter, uh, but goodbye, Norma Jean. That would have been a great way to, to, to start it off. But he said, I'm, I'm leaving the platform. I'm all done here. I'm tired of the misinformation. What misinformation? That, that, that people were censored? People had their, their voices uh, stripped away from them? Uh, and it's, it's the, the political people that, that you don't like who, who were stripped to this? Like, fuck off. I didn't even know Elton John had Twitter, for Christ's sakes. Should anyone past age 70 have Twitter? The answer is no. Shouldn't. God damn it, dude. They shouldn't have it. I didn't even know Elton John was on Twitter. You know, it starts trending up there. And then Rolling Stone magazine, you know, I see a headline on, on Facebook. Another celebrity leaves Twitter. Anger over Elon Musk. And it's Elton John. And you're like, oh, fuck. I didn't know he, uh, he had Twitter. That's weird. That's weird. Well, sorry, Elton. You know, we're going to miss you. You're going to miss all those valuable tweets you provided us for, for years and years and just the laughter behind it, you know? The other part about it for me is when you look at an, an account like Elton John's and uh, first thing you do is you say, okay, he's got a lot of followers, right? He's Elton fucking John. I get it. One of the greatest musicians of all time. Okay, great. But what does that mean when you say you're going to leave a platform? What are you, where, where are you going to go? Who were you following, right? Who was it? What were you on Twitter for in the first place? And then you look, and he's only following 200 people. 200 fucking people Elton John is following. So it's like, all right, you're going to leave the platform, but... But you're only following 200 people. Were, were the 200 people that you follow, like, were they saying weird shit? Like, what is it, Elton? I mean, 200 people. What are you really worried about there? You know, you got 1.1 million. I'm sorry, 25 people. He follows 25 people. I just looked this up right now. 25 people. He's got 1.1 million followers. Who the fuck? Who the fuck does he follow? All right. So out of the 25 people that he follows, one of them is the Elton John AIDS Foundation, which is his own foundation. So did he just not like his own foundation? Were they saying that uh, that AIDS wasn't real or something like what what were they saying that was so egregious man I'll, I'll get back to you there i'll have to look into that britney spears he was following britney spears on twitter i mean look you did a song with her you let her remake fucking rocket man or tiny dancer whatever the fuck it was hold me closer tyler um 
And then she didn't really sing. It was kind of mixed in in the background there. Now, for Britney, it's just a bunch of weird shots of her dancing in the camera, real sweaty and nude. Uh, don't really see the offense there. What's the misinformation that Britney's spewing? Uh, Spotify? He follows Spotify? All right. Still having a, a hard time there. Is it, is it because Spotify has Joe Rogan? Like, what is up? Then unfollow Spotify, I guess. BTS official. Oh, boy. Follows a little K-pop band. Yay! Yay! Who's next? All right, Jack Dorsey's on here. Now, maybe, maybe, maybe he looked at the Twitter files and he said, all right, Jack had something to do with this, and I feel guilty on there, and I follow Jack. Not real sure, but maybe that's the one that did it for him. Maybe. Who knows? But the rest of them, hard to understand. Rocket Man the movie. Now, that was a biopic on his own life. Did he not like it? Did he not enjoy his own film? Who knows? What's the misinformation in there? When it was when it was uh, two dudes doing mesh? Shit, dude. That was the first time I've seen two dudes doing missionary sex on screen in front of my face. And uh, to this day, I don't know why I never thought of it. But to this day... Uh, that haunts my dreams. That haunts my dreams. It's weird to see a guy with uh, real hairy legs in mish, you know? Legs up in the air, legs spread up in the air. You don't see that that often. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, it makes sense from a physical standpoint, right? Because I guess the guy who is in mish could just jack off or maybe, you know, Elton's jacking him off. While he's fucking him in Mish. I'm not real sure uh, how that worked. Because uh, they didn't show either of them finishing in the movie Rocket Man. I wish they did. So I could have some fucking answers. But uh, they didn't. They didn't do that. Uh, who else does he follow here? Billy Jean King? Sports icon? Whoa, that's in her own description. Billy Jean King? She's the female tennis player that played uh, the dude and beat him. Uh, Bobby Riggs back in the day. They made a movie out of it and all that stuff. Man, that's fun. That's fun in the in your old description there, Billie Jean, that you write sports icon. Usually somebody else, you know, says that about you. I didn't think you were allowed to say that about yourself. What is? What else does she say here? Sports icon, equality champion. Uh, and then founder of uh, BGK, whatever initiative that is, some form of charity. Uh, and she's an Adidas global ambassador, which is nice. I'm sure she's amped about the Kanye shit. Uh, who else does he follow? Sherlock Gnomes appears to be some form of uh, movie where uh, it's garden gnomes who are animated and solving crimes and mysteries. Not sure how controversial that is. Uh, some guy named Eric Australian, who's an Emmy-nominated film producer. He can't get uh, Emmy-nominated for films. It's going to be Oscars in that one. Uh, it's got a lot of shit on here. Oh, God. Tate. Tate is open. Can't wait for you to see our, our newest exhibits. That's, that's some form of art thing. Burberry, he follows. Uh, Rocket Music, Rocket Entertainment, which I'm assuming is his as well. Rocket Sports. Um, and then Yamaha Entertainment. Good for him. World Team Tennis. I was unaware that he loves tennis that much. That's two tennis people out of the 25. Who are you following, Elton? That made the platform unbearable to you. Unless you were just perusing other shit. But when you read shit like this, you're like, man, nom dreams, you know? That's what this will send you into some nom dreams. Where it's just too much to read this shit. Where it's just so much for people that it's like, oh, 
I've got to get off the platform now and leave. By the way, the announcement came on Twitter. So his announcement that he was leaving Twitter came on Twitter. And I don't really understand that either. Say it somewhere else. Go to Facebook or Instagram and say, hey, dude, I'm leaving Twitter. I don't know why you do it on Twitter. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. You could just delete your page and say nothing. Have a publicist do it. Doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Again, this is how I spiral into nom dreams. I overthink it. Think about it too much. Think about all this fucking horrific shit going on in the world. And it just stays in my fucking brain all day. Causes this anger and hatred towards people. And then when I go to sleep, I have these fucking nom dreams where I'm free from all of it. I don't open it. I don't look at any of it. And I know what you're thinking, Ross. Stay off of it. Stay off of social media. Don't do it. Can't. Those podcasts all day long. They're topical. Need to know the news. Need to know what's going on. And then I see this shit. And I'm like, fuck these people. The other one I saw today was fucking R. Kelly. R. Kelly. For Christ's sakes. Dropped a fucking album from prison. An album from prison called I Admit It. Okay? Now, immediately people went into a frenzy of like, how did he record a fucking album from prison? How did he do it? I don't know the fucking answer to that either. Strange. So I did, I did a little digging, a little hunting. Turns out it was a bootleg that uh, they allowed him to put up on iTunes, which is a fun thing. Because here's the, here's the deal. When you get sentenced for, uh, for having sex with minors, um, when, you, when you get sentenced for having sex with minors, you think to yourself, well, shit, I'm going to be in jail for the rest of my life. Is there anything I could really, is it, could, I, could I drop an album right before Christmas? So people can be reminded of, of me and my greatness, or is that is that kind of against the rules? According, I guess according to iTunes, that's fine. Just pop it up, dude. R fucking Kelly, bro. Strange. Strange to fucking see an album pop up from R. Kelly. The last three tracks are literally titled I Admit It, I Did It. In part two of it, he says he admits he fucks with the younger ladies, but being a pedophile is in y'all's opinions, not fact, and he shouldn't be jailed based on y'all opinions. He literally said that. Now that's one where it's like, all right, great. I'm having the nom dreams. And then maybe in there, if you just want to pop in R. Kelly on the other side, where it's just like, this guy needs to, to be removed from this earth, you know? Maybe that's one where we're in the nom dreams, you know, one of the, my, my general or captain, however that works, I have no idea. They come up to you and they say, Private Patterson, I got a special mission for you here. What is it, sir? I just had a skirt steak, and I was listening to Fortunate Son by CCR. What do you need me to do, Cap or Colonel? Well, there's a man who looks like this out there in the, in the shits, in the jungle. And then he, he holds up a picture of R. Kelly right in front of my face. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. That guy definitely deserves to die. All right. Game on. And then it's, you know, La CCR. Trickling from the camp down towards the jungle as I walk off by myself. And then it's just me out there looking for R. Kelly. Unplugged. No iWatch. No iPhone. No computer. Just a man and his weapon going to look for a pedophile going to look for R. Kelly you know 
Doesn't that sound freeing? Doesn't that sound like a great thing where you're just like, shit, dude. Nobody's going to bother me for the next, I don't know, how long do you sleep? How long do, do you sleep out there? Eight hours. A lot of people get eight hours. I get about five, six hours. For the next five or six hours, for me, I can just go and hunt down R. Kelly. Just kind of fucking light him up out there, you know? Wake up refreshed, ready to start the day. Because there's something about having a great dream. You know, you, you, you kill a bad guy in your dream, and then you're, you wake up and you're able to just start fresh. Where you're like, ah, all right, cool. Maybe the first two hours of my day won't suck that bad, you know? And the kids and all that stuff is fine. That's an easy one. Love getting up with the kids, having, having some brekkie, some wakey-wakey eggs and bakey, and then taking them to school. That's all great. It's the other shit. When you have to actually start the J-O-B, that really fucking sucks. Kids are great. They are. I was kidding earlier about the diapers, all right? That's fine. That's all part of it. You know, who cares? Sometimes you get a log in there that's surprising. You want to measure it. You want to weigh it because you're impressed by the, the, the weight and the girth of this thing. That's all fine. And then, you know, boom, you start your day and you read this shit. Okay? The fact that they're allowing this to go on iTunes is fucking insane to me. You're going to put R. Kelly's bootleg about how he fucked these underage girls on iTunes? Nope. Just click that nom button, brother. Let's go. CCR and repeat. The other day when I had this dreams, uh, the, the nom, when the nom dream started, um, I put on no lie. I was on my way to work and I put on uh, Credence. Put on the essentials on iTunes. Speaking of which... Put on a little CCR. You forget, man, how great CCR was, damn it. Son of a bitch. They were fucking awesome. Just went through some hits on there. You know? Beautiful score for some non-dreams. All those 60s songs were just fucking great, dude. And uh, I, I came in on fire that day. I had a great day of work that day. I was like, shit. Kind of extended it a little bit. Found myself uh, going back through some of these songs um, as the dreams have gone on over the days, you know? We're just like, yes, dude. Yes. Let's continue this to start the day. Let's attack the day, damn it. Let's get a little nom music. Let's get a little nah music going to start the day. Even some of the doors. You know, the door. I mean, I'm one that loves the doors. I, I will stand up for the doors. I don't care if Jim Morrison was full of shit and it was all a fucking bit that he kind of grew into or became or whatever. In the end, I think we all become the bits. Somebody said that to me a long time ago. They were like, you know, if you look at your favorite celebrities and all that shit in the end, don't you just eventually become the bits? Like with Kevin Costner and, uh, and fucking Yellowstone, you see him walking around now and he's dressed like John Dutton in real life, even though he lives on a beach in Santa Barbara. Talks real gruff now and you're like, all right, you became the bits. Stallone, Sly. Sly, you know, just kind of became the bit. Just, you know, kind of became the thing, right? Go to his Instagram, it's all shots of like Rocky and all that other shit. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Live in it. Wear it. I don't care if Jim Morrison became the bit. You know, I don't care if he was uh, getting drunk. Doing drugs all the time. Obviously, that's how he died. In a bathtub doing drugs. Paris. Gay Paris. I don't care. I don't care 
that he became the bit and fucking lived it out to the end. At least he, he, you know, he went out strong, dude. Went out in that tub and OD and you were like, all right, great. I can live with that. I can live that the guy who became the bit died with the bit. Like he died with that bit, you know? I almost want to, I don't know, sounds, this sounds terrible, but it's like I almost want to see Stallone go out like that, you know? Or if Costner dies on the set of Yellowstone, you're like, all right, great, man. Fucking A. Let's do it. Have Rip take over and let's, let's see some fucking bullshit, you know? Let's see it. But I listened to The End. I popped on The End by uh, Jim Morrison the other day and to work after another one of those those nom dreams and one i was i was uh shocked at how how goddamn long the song was this is the end let's hear it for our next advertiser prize picks prize picks is america's number one fantasy sports app with over three million members they are the easiest and most exciting way to play dfs Uh, It's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than uh, two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, The big game is always right around the corner. Prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into a hundred times your money, potentially, with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into $1,000. Uh, it's demon time on prize picks, uh, so you're going at it here. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Uh, squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. Uh, and again, now you can win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. If you want to play alongside uh, alongside some of the prize picks favorite players like uh, Meek Mill, Andrew Schultz, you can find them in the community plays underneath the promos tab of the app uh, to view the entries from some of the biggest names in prize picks community each and every week. This week on prize picks, I'm selecting Steph Curry for more than 29 points and the Joker. For more than 10 rebounds. I think Bob's taking Anthony Davis uh, for more than two blocks. And Damian Lillard for four three-pointers made. Go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use the code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match for up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Yeah! Let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah! .com, baby! Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless. On accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a liquid IV. Um, our kids are using liquid IV. Yes. Um, they've got the new and improved sugar-free liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit. I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes Mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. that's going to hydrate you double um i put in the 24 ounce maybe onesie or twosie yeah and go through the day it's life changing i i call it hydration monday here on the show because it's uh it's one of those things where again you go hard over the weekends you got the kids you're not eating great uh you're boozing with some friends or whatever and then boom reset on mondays pop in the liquid iv and you're good to go um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch. That's it. You're ripping open, popping into liquid 16 ounces or more. 
And you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Beautiful friend, the end. Big fan. I got fucking caught up in it, dude. I got so caught up in it, I drove past my own office. I drove right past that motherfucker. I was like, oh shit, dude. Soon as it kicked in, leaving my house, uh, I got a short drive here. Very short. It's only about, I don't know, seven minutes from my house to the office. And, uh, you know, that song kicked in and I was like, son of a bitch, dude. This is the end. Beautiful friend. The end. And all I kept thinking about was killing people all the way in. I was locked in, you know. I had a pair of orange Oakleys on in the morning. There was a little bit of fog here in Texas that morning. Made me feel like I was in the jungle, like I was over there, you know? Song was on in the background of my car. I had it on full fucking blast, dude. Couldn't hear anything else besides that. Couldn't hear a fucking fire engine if it passed me. Probably against the law what I did. Whatever, man. I wanted to continue it, damn it. I wanted to continue the nom dreams. I wanted, to, I wanted to taste one of those burgers right off the grill and in my mouth. I wanted to, to taste a hot dog that was barely cooked and in my mouth. And I wanted to kill people. All of a sudden, song keeps going. Past the fucking office. Had to turn around like a dummy. Because when the song ended, I, I kind of fucking tripped out was like oh shit whoa where the fuck were you going dude where were you going today bro wow you just passed your own fucking office dude shit you better flip back on the top 40 shit bro serious xm get the fuck out of this god forbid forbid i i i put on break on through to the other side on the way back after I popped to Yui to go back to the office. I'd have missed it again. Son of a bitch, dude. That's what I'm talking about, though. I was I was in it, and uh, and I don't mind it, you know? It's been going on for shit, man. Maybe the past, like, two, three weeks, somewhere in there, I feel like. Uh, and it's not every night. Because that'd be dangerous. Right? If I was having fucking nom dreams every single night, I'd be fucked up. It's just kind of here and there. It's kind of once uh, once every three or four days, and uh, and then I've and then I pop on the music. Like I'll pop on the music on the way to work, and kind of and that'll kind of guide me through the day. You know, a little a little Buffalo Springfield. Well, give me shelter by the stones. A little painted black. A little all along the watchtower. You know? A little street fighting man. We gotta get out of this place, you know? The animals. Damn it. And then obviously Fortunate Son. You know, Fortunate Son's the big one, right? I don't even know what the fuck it's about. You know? I don't. I don't really dissect any of the lyrics to a lot of shit. I feel like if I, if I did, and I just wouldn't like the people, you know, or, or whatever the song is. You give me some, some catchy shit and a good hook, I'm in. I'm good to go. I don't want to overthink it. I don't even know what the fuck. Like, I don't, I don't want to know what these fucking people are writing about. It's just all a goddamn disappointment once, once it is, it's out there in the world where you're like, oh... Is that what you're writing about? Well, fuck. 
This song means something totally different now, and I want to fuck right off with it. I don't want to know the meanings behind songs whatsoever. Keep it to yourself. Let everybody kind of have their own imagination about whatever that song is. I like that. Uh, the Almond Brothers did that. They did it with, uh, with Midnight Rider. And, uh, and to my knowledge, he's never said what it's about. Not gonna let on Catman know. Not gonna let on Cat Midnight Rider. Beeling ding ding ding. Never said what it was about. Therefore, when you pop it on, you can think it's about you. You know? It can apply to anyone. Your deadbeat dad. One of your uh, fraternity brothers, if you were in that. Somebody you, you fought alongside next to in war. Whatever, dude. I don't know who the Midnight Rider is. A drug dealer who brought you some good shit one night. I don't know who the Midnight Rider is because they never told us. He never said a fucking word, Greg Ullman. He didn't go to his deathbed like RBG and whisper, don't let Trump replace me. Don't do it. Please don't let Trump replace me. Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland. I I never did any of that. By the way, I don't believe that RBG bullshit either, but uh, but Greg Allman never did that with the Midnight Rider. Therefore, I can I can kind of just have my own image, apply it to anything, and I like that. I like that. You're so vain, right, Carly Simon? We don't know who that's about. We know that uh, there was an auction a couple years ago where, to the highest bidder, she would tell who it was about and then uh, and then they had to sign an NDA that they could never say anything the rest of their lives that I don't mind that's a that's a fun thing you know that's a fun one but as soon as you find out what it's about it kind of just fucking ruins it unless it's something cool but that's rare that's fucking rare usually these dummies these musicians, these fucking dummies, are, uh, are writing about something completely different than what you what you what you hoped it would be. And when you find out, you're like, "Oh fuck, I didn't need to know that." And then you have the the machines, the robots, like a Taylor Swift, who I just think she's just writing hits. It doesn't really matter. She's like, "Great, here's the formula. Let's write a fucking hit. You believe whatever you want about it." All right. Here's everything you ever hope that I write, and I'm going to write it for you, and then boom, it's out in the fucking world. Good job. We don't know any of that shit. We can speculate. A lot of speculations on Taylor Swift, but we don't know what it's about. And that's why I think uh, I don't, I don't, I've never looked up what Fortunate Son is about for, uh, for CCR. I didn't want to know. I, I didn't want to know what it was about, really. I haven't really taken the time to dissect any of this shit. But those are my nom songs, dude. Those are the ones that I'll pop on on the way to work and, and after I have these dreams and just coast into the day. Coast into the fucking day. And then the sick part is you're almost waiting for something else bad to happen to somebody else. That day where you're like, all right, now I don't feel so shitty about my day. You know? And that's dark, too. That's a fucking dark one, isn't it? Where you're kind of just scrolling through the interwebs at the end of of your day at work. And you're like, man, something bad happened to somebody else so that I don't have to feel that bad about my day. What is it? What is it? Oh, shit. There it is. There it is. There's the the guy for Brazil who missed the penalty kick against Croatia who's probably going to go home, get his head caught off by the cartels and end up in the trunk of a car. 
That made me feel better, you know? Oh, fuck. How many, how many people out there look for some dark shit where you're just like, oh, man, dude. Man, I need something real dark today to snap out of this so that way I can kind of keep it on the tracks. I know I'm one of them. And, I, you know, you see something like that, like the Brazil guy today. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, World Cup's going on. Brazil uh, played Croatia, tie in like the uh, the nth minutes of it, and it, and it went to penalty kicks. When it goes to penalty kicks, it's you know supposed to be the easiest job in the world. Just beat the goalie and you win, right? And a guy fucking shanked it for Brazil, clanged off the fucking bar, the crossbar, and you're like, oh no. Oh, no. Devastation. Tears from the fans on the field. Everything. Oh, no. Oh, why? Ay, Dios mio. Ay, Dios mio. But that wasn't my first thought. My first thought was, oh, shit. That guy's having a worse day than me. That guy's going to end up in a fucking trunk, dude. Head cut off testicles stuffed in his mouth maybe i don't know how that works down there with the cartel in brazil okay i don't live there i knew that they they do some fucked up shit and then just for you know the bad news that i got earlier in the morning about something else this sick part was like for two minutes i was like oh shit that made me feel a little better you know i'm somebody's having a worse day than i am somebody's having a worse day and i don't know if people are out there and they're they're looking for that they're hunting for it you know i don't know if you're inside your cubicle and uh and you're kind of sifting through looking for worse shit to be like all right maybe my life isn't that bad you know i don't know if you're on your uh 14th hour trucking you know cross country tired thought about uh 14 five-hour energy drinks Maybe you're speedballing some meth and coke. I don't know, just to stay awake. And uh, and you said, shit, man, I do think about dark things like that to get me through my day. I think about how fucked up it is when this guy's flight lands in Brazil and he's going to get off and look behind his shoulder for the rest of his life. You know? Like, oh, shit. Am I going to get fucking my throat slit? They're going to stuff my testicles in my mouth and stuff me in the trunk of my own car? Maybe you do. I know I do. And that's weird and dark. And I'm sorry about it. But it kind of gets you through the day in a weird way. Maybe what that's what all this shit is for. Maybe that's, that's what all the social media is for uh, at the end of it. I know a lot of people use it to brag or boast about everything that's going on, myself included. I'm not I'm not left out of that convo. You know, you had a great pick, you're in the front row of a game, or you're with your hot wife or whatever it is, and you're like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that up there on the gram. Let people know how rad my life is. Maybe you kind of sift through it and you look at it and you're like, well shit. Ross or whoever it is. I got a hotter wife than you. Fuck you, dude. I'm doing better than you. And that makes me smile. Maybe that's what what all this shit should be looked at. You know? Just flipping it. You're not looking for the best in people. You're looking for the worst. There's something you've got over them where you're like, you know what? I got a bigger dick than that guy. Guarantee it. And maybe that makes your day a little brighter. You know? Maybe you, you look at that Instagram model out there and you look at her life and the posts that she made about uh, finding your inner strength and beauty and, and girl power and don't worry, girlfriend, uh, that you've, you've just been involved in the wrong love all these years. It's not you, it's them. As they're they're crying, but they're also in a thong, and uh, 
kind of a lace bra. And you're like, man, why, why did you have to take a picture of yourself looking like a, a very hot whore to tell us you're, you're kind of broken inside and nobody will date you? Because it's weird. As I stare at this picture, all I see is a, a really, really hot whore. Now, if you didn't post 10 paragraphs underneath that about uh, broken love and how you've been cheated on, I never would have known, you know? I could have seen you in real life and just said, oh, fuck, are you that hot whore from the internet? Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. You want to go have a drink? You want to you hang? You want to rap for a little bit? Instead, you, you look at something like that, and you're like, man, that hot whore's got some problems. Holy shit. I feel a lot better about my life. Now that the hot whore's got some fucking problems, I, I would have said looking at how hot she is, she doesn't have any fucking problems. And that makes you feel better about your day. And maybe that's what it's for. Maybe that's what, the, what all the social media is for, you know? Somebody on Facebook posted they got a new job. Maybe the job sucks, you know? And you're like, shit, why would you post that? Why would you post that you work at that shitty place? And maybe that makes you feel better. Fuck, now that I'm saying this out loud, maybe I'm just looking at this all wrong. <laughs> Damn it, man. Maybe, maybe we do need social media after all, you know? Maybe we do need the, uh, the Elton John's leaving Twitters to feel better about life. We're like, what the fuck, bro? Even Elton John, shit. Now that I think about it, as rich as that motherfucker is, he's miserable and he can't live one more day on Twitter, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> can't be that happy. <laughs> fuck. That guy's worth half a bill. You have a billion dollars and he's not even happy. He can't even be on fucking Twitter and enjoy his life <laughs> with his 25 followers. That he, or the 25 people he follows. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's unhappy on Twitter. His 12 out of his 25 uh, people that he's following are, are, are him, his own movies, and his own companies. Maybe find some new friends, Elton. Shit. <laughs> I wonder if you sat down with these guys now. You sat down with Jack Dorsey. You sat down with Mark Zuckerberg. And it was like, uh, hey, guys. Can I ask you a serious question? Was it all just to kind of say how great you were and stay in touch with all the social media shit? Or was it to, to have people out themselves to other people about how shitty their lives are so that other people feel better, better about their lives? What if that answer was yes? Holy shit. Man, that would be fucking hilarious. Because you know there's, there's an answer behind all of it. And you know, I, I, uh, I watch the social network, same as everybody else, where, where they, they kind of claim that Facebook was all started so you can get back at this girl, I guess. I, and I think it was maybe starting the app, but maybe it was just something completely entirely different. But it was just like, you know why I started this? When you broke up with me, I needed to know what you did later on in life when you became a, a, a mom and uh, your looks had faded and all that shit so I could feel better about my life when you posted a picture in your 50s or something like that. That'd be fucking wild, wouldn't it? Holy shit. <laughs> Maybe they're here to help us after all, you know? That's not, uh, we look, we all know that that's not true and that's not what's, uh, what is happening, but uh, man, sure would be amazing if it were, you know? <laughs> if it fucking were. <laughs> but the Nom Dreams wouldn't stop for me, I can tell you that. It's just the fucking emails and shit. Holy fuck, dude. And then you wonder, too. Like, all right. Let's say you were rich enough to retire, right? Just rich enough to turn it all off and walk the fuck away. Just really check out a life, right? 
Now go inside your mind and think of where that place is, right? Mine's, mine's on a beach somewhere. Pulling out the old chair. I got a, uh, I'm in a house on a beach, and, I, and all I do is literally walk off the deck and then just pull out a chair, sit in the sand, and fucking drink all day, right? Would I be truly happy? Would I be truly fucking happy if that was it? If I was just, that's it. Hey, man. You're just taking your kids to school, and uh, and when they get home, they're playing on the beach because that's your backyard. You live there. You know, you open up. You, I'm talking about literally opening up your back door, and then there's sand, and it's like, Mom, what did Dad do all day? You know, he did nothing, son. He sat out in that chair all day. He got uh, a real, real nice suntan, and, uh, and then he got drunk. Came in, took a nap around noon. Nooner to fucking two. Woke up, did a couple key bumps uh, so that I, he could really uh, straighten out the train tracks there. And then, boom, you guys came home and uh, and he's happy. You know, he's, he's had a great day every single day. Would that make you happy if you didn't have to do work or any of that shit? I don't know. I don't know the fucking answer. What if you were able to get rid of all that shit? Or is, is all this shit just kind of driving you here at this point? You know? Are you waking up because you know there's going to be anger and problems that you got to fight off every day? And then you feel better having conquered them at the end of the day? I don't know that fucking answer. Would that stop the nom dreams? Who knows? Who fucking knows, dude? Or do you secretly love the goddamn non-dreams? Right now, I say the answer is yes. Yes, I do. But maybe that answer will change one day. Maybe it'll just fucking go away where you're just like, I, man, I've, I've done it all. I've done all the things. Because I've talked about this before on other shows, and uh, and I mean it. Uh, when all this is over, I don't know what year that is or anything like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna check the fuck out of here and delete all the social media apps and all that, all that shit. Never be heard from again. It's better to burn out than fade away. Uh, Johnny Carson and uh, and those guys got it right back in the day. They did. Um, he always had the notion where. If you were uh, in the public eye or in entertainment or whatever, uh, you left on a high note, and that's what everybody remembered you for, and then you disappeared, and nobody ever heard from you again until you died. That's it. And I look back at it, and uh, and I think he got it right. I really did. Um, I know Sean Connery did that as well. Uh, Gene Hackman did and uh, I remember Gene Hackman's statement was he was just like you know I'm uh, I can't do this anymore I'm no longer good at it I'm gonna retire and that's it you never saw or heard from him again uh, Sean Connery did the same thing was just like well shit I retire I and mean, I'm gone boom and then it's like oh shit my only memories of Sean Connery and Gene Hackman are just being rad same with John, Johnny Carson, right? Uh, he was fucking 80. 80 years old. Uh, he retired from The Tonight Show, disappeared, and I heard he just went to Palm Springs and just got fucking rocked every night. Literally just rocked every night. And he would take a phone call or a visitor from some friends or, or younger comedians if they wanted advice or shit like that. But that was about it. Stayed out of the limelight. Stayed out of the public eye. And when he died, he was just like, well, shit. Okay, that's it. You know? Johnny Carson. He always go down as a legend to me. I don't know anything else about him. Nothing. He didn't wheel him on stage like 101-year-old Kirk Douglas at the Golden Globes. Let him fucking slur through some icon speech or any of that bullshit. He didn't do that. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't see him at your worst. You didn't see any of these guys at their worst. 
And, uh, and I think that's the way that I'm going to do it, obviously, uh, is to go out like that and just kind of leave. And I was like, all right, shit. Ross was rad. And, you know, maybe my kid will post a picture one day on Instagram and then you'll look at it and you'll be like, man, Ross looks like shit. He's fucking old. He's fat. He's a gray old man. God damn it. Now I won't be there to respond to it, you know? All my shit will be deleted. I won't be there to respond to it. But that one post might make you look at yourself in the mirror that day and you know, you'd be like, you know what? That good-looking son of a bitch who starred in all those teen movies, I'm way better looking than that guy now. And we're the same age. And that'll make you feel better. <laughs> and that's what social media is about, baby! just won't come from me it'll come from the kids or something like that and i won't miss it like i don't uh i do it now you know simply out of uh obligations for the podcast and uh books and movies and all that other stuff and everything else but uh i won't miss any of that bullshit whatsoever dude none of it even now dude i'm i feel like we're just scrolling through the same fucking shit whatever the trend is you see 800 people doing it, and then that's it. Right now, it's that Lenza app, you know, the, the AI app that you can just uh, say words into it. Like, you know, make me look like a Viking from the 16th century, and then it'll make this amazing painting of it. I haven't liked one of those goddamn things. Not one. And I'm, I'm starting to hate my friends who were posting those fucking things. Where it's just like, man, did you not know that it was cool for about, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes? And then it just got run into the fucking ground by all these dummies. Just all these fucking dummies, dude. I know this one, uh, yeah, friend of a friend. I'm not going to say who it is. It's a girl. But, uh, overweight. She's a, she's a big gal. She's, uh. She's in the 280 range, deuce and a half, 280, somewhere in there. Uh, she posted a bunch of them, and uh, she looks like a fucking supermodel in there. She's a fucking supermodel in these Lenza AI photos that she posted uh, on Facebook. And I was like, what world are we living in? What, what fucking world are we living in where that was who you look like or could look like? My God, and I, I mean, I guess if that's what you want, you know, to be like, oh, make me look like a supermodel. And then you want to post that and be like, these are amazing. I didn't even say the word supermodel. It just did it on its own. Isn't that crazy? Nobody's believing that horse shit. Stop doing it. Stop fucking doing it. See some fucking nerdy friends of mine posting shit where they're all kitted out and like fucking, you know medieval times costumes they look like they're about to joust somebody or, or chop someone's head off from medieval times and i got you know the metal helmets on and, and the, the chain link fucking garb and i'm like you fucking dummies you fucking morons dude not one prayer on this earth would you be the guy who's in a medieval battle chopping off arms and legs and fucking heads Come on, dude. What are you fucking even bothering posting this for? You know? You might as well go to Six Flags. Have somebody fucking airbrush a caricature of yourself on a t-shirt and wear that around. If we're living in fantasy world here. But I guess that's what it is, right? It's all fucking fantasy world. <laughs> on social media. And it's what you take from it. And what's your hate from it? God damn it. Maybe that is the point. Who knows? But I sure as fuck won't miss it. Shit, dude. Shit. You know the weird thing, too, is that that fucking Lenza app, uh, that was Prism a few years ago. It's the same guy. He just kind of upped his game a little bit. Once I dug into it, I was like, who is this fucking dummy who did this? Who, it's got to be one guy 
And it was that Prism app everybody was using from like five or six years ago. And then they, they just kind of upgraded it and converted it to Lenza. And it's something else now. You can put yourself in a magical world. We're all just so goddamn dumb looking at this shit all day. Including myself. I shouldn't be angry about this. But I am. And it's causing nom dreams. But I don't mind those. I don't. Secretly, I kind of hope that they don't go away. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Maybe we just all need a little fucking hatred in our lives. Who fucking knows? I don't know. Hope you enjoyed it, you fuck faces. The penis has a protective sleeve of tissue called the foreskin. The caregiver will place a device over the glands. This device will protect the penis, allowing the foreskin to be safely removed.